What do you hear? What do you say? Chicago, where the fires serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. Episode 133 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and uh, Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to Grit. And? Yeah. <laughs> and? And Grit, Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to Grit Clothing Co., com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. This episode is also brought to you by Estrella Negra. That's right. Well, if you want to get some Mexican fusion cuisine, go up there or other on Fullerton and Western. Was it 2348? Uh... Sure. <laughs> I, I think i remember these things the problem is is that we've been going there for so long i just know where it is i don't sit there and be like oh what's the address i i couldn't tell you the address because i just pull up like it's a spot you know exactly where it is yeah pull it up on your smartphone estrella negra in chicago uh, <laughs> as always i am big z and i hear my boy Rock. what up e What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and uh, go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash True Chicago Sports Fans. Go on over there and click on support and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month. Listen, do you like the show? I do. Are you a fan? Oh, yeah. Then tell your friends and they will tell their friends and we can all be friends. If you enjoy the content, please share it with other like-minded individuals who, who like to laugh and uh, who like sports. I mean, we kind of... Uh, we kind of cover the spectrum these days. So <laughs> we got a lot for uh we got a little bit for everybody. So even if you don't think you're a sports fan, you'll find something in this show that will uh will make you smile. Hey, we, we had a we had a great week, man. How 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 are you doing? Oh, um, dude, I'm exhausted. I'm in on the Eddie train, the E-Rock train. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been coaching all week and uh you know, they we were supposed to get a storm on Friday and it never came, so they canceled that day. So then they got pushed over to Saturday morning. Snow back, got canceled. Yeah, snow got canceled. So we got back to back games in the morning. So we had the, we were in the play in tournament because there was a four way or five way tie, a six way tie. I'm sorry, there was six teams that were tied uh, for uh, third through whatever. They're all tied for third place. It didn't fucking matter to me. And then uh, if it's a six way, it's got to be like three, four, five, and six. Yeah, but they're all tied, so right. they're still all considered third place. Right, but I'm saying it's a it's a tie between third and sixth. All those teams all have the yeah, same record. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, yeah, so we played those two uh, games, and we uh, played the same team we played Thursday night and beat them again. 
Then, yeah, we, we put a stomping on them. And then the second game, put another stomping on some other team that should not have been there in the first place. So then they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, we'll play Tuesday for third place. They're like, oh, no. That was your play-in tournament. Now you got to play uh, to get to advance uh, past third place. And your game starts at 1230. I was like, oh, fuck. So we're playing and, you know, first quarters, you know, we're having a little rough start just because, you know, it's been... They had the time off, and they were just not focused. In it. So we got around, turned it around in the second quarter, and for some reason, the refs just started calling BS, straight BS on my two best players, my two eighth graders. Uh, one of them had four fouls after sec after second period, and then wow. and then my uh, my top star, my superstar, fouled out in the middle of the third third period, and uh, so did my uh, other eighth grader. So I literally had my fifth grader. Was about four feet tall, dribbling, and uh, pretty much he was going to the hoop and doing what he could, but you know, not enough, not enough talent. You know, I only have three good players really, and everyone else can't dribble or moves their feet, has happy feet when they get the ball or whatever it is. You know, uh, tons of bad calls. I ended up getting, getting a tech. Uh, oh yeah, I was yeah, I was pissed off. Uh, so I was midway through the floor, and he's like, "Get back to your coach." I'm like, "Dude, you're, my kids are getting murdered. The f- little five-year or uh, fifth grader is getting pushed around. You're not calling any calls. It's my job to protect my players." And uh, you know, I was trying to do it in a respectful way because there's, you know, we had people in the stands, we got parents in the stands, and you also want to, you know, get, per- portray a good image to your players. So, right. um, you know, at some point, I just lost it. I just had to keep going and, and going on the refs. I'm like, "Dude," and the parents, parents behind me were even worse. And I know you're used to this. You're used to this because you you know, I haven't done this in a while, and I know it's like right in the back when you're coaching. But the parent stuff, man, they were going ham, and like I got the tea, and he he wouldn't let me get stand up. He's like, no, you got to sit down, or you, you're gonna get kicked out of the building. And what are you talking? Uh, that's how wait, wait wait watch any basketball game. The coach is standing the whole time. Exactly. I, I can't sit. No I can't sit. So. Yeah, the parents went in on them, and I don't know where the refs went, but they disappeared right after the game. No, they they straight cheated us. We were we my my two top players had not had more than three fouls the entire season, and for them to foul out, you know, and have four fouls in the first half, and then foul out in the third quarter, I was like, this is total BS. Like literally calling, they're like, oh yeah, he has four fouls. I was like, dude, he you call two fouls on him, two. This would be three. And right. uh, the, the table's completely wrong. And, and, you know, fighting the table's the worst thing you can do. It, it really left a bad taste. And then, you know, uh, my administrators were there, too. So that's probably the other reason I wasn't, like, going ham. Because I was like, uh, all we need is somebody to film this. And I go viral. And uh, there goes my job. Yeah, but then the show blows up. Fuck. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, that, that to me, that sounds like a missed opportunity, man. Because, I mean, you know, I, I haven't been filmed. And I only... Uh, I think I only argued with a ref once. He was 150 years old, and he he was yelling at me because I had my head on backwards. Oh my I'm like, god! For real? Fuck I swear to God! Fuck I swear off. to God! So he's like, "Yeah, yeah, your for, your 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 head has to be facing forward." I says, "For what?" I'm not a he's player. Like, I'm, just, I'm just keeping the sweat on my eyes. And he's like, "Nope, nope, nope." And I was like, "All right, man." And then, funny enough, so I seen this dude. Uh, I I mean, I he is. I know for a fact that he's in his 80s. Um, but then we went to my daughter's uh, school basketball team and she wasn't playing, but I, you know, she's there. I go to pick her up. I know a lot of kids. So I'll sit down for a couple minutes and that same dude is, is, is coaching or uh, roughing basketball. I'm like, bro, 
unless you got a walker to go up and down the court, like let how are you making this happen, man? Yeah, that, that that was the biggest thing. These two guys are in their upper sixties. One has fucking bifocals that you know were made by the Monopoly guy. Coke and, glasses. Yeah, Coke glasses. And you know, he literally he looked at he's like in the second quarter, he's like, Hey coach, uh your team is black. I'm like, uh, um we're wearing all red. How do we how are we black if we're wearing all red? Oh my my, my bad, my bad, coach. I'm like, Oh, Whoa. so you're senile and fucking blind. And then the other guy had one arm and thicker glasses. And he, so wait, he had, wait, 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 wait. You said one arm. Yeah, he had one arm in a sling and one arm that he can hold his whistle with. So try, try to picture him making traveling calls. No. He, would, he would just blow the whistle and be like, literally rolling one hand with little fingers. Like, this is my good hand from, you know, the fucking scary movie. Like, um, bro, are you do, what, is this dude starting to do the Macarena in the middle of a game? The oh, hell? It, it, was, it was horrible. It was That's horrible. Parents were going in and, uh, you know, it, it leaves... It's not for me. I don't care about the notoriety because this is middle school basketball. It's about these kids have, you know, a lot of growth over the season and they were trying to get to the championship game and they got cheated. You know, and if we would have lost fair and square, I'm pretty sure my kids would have been fine with it. But you have a lot of kids and parents having a bad taste on how they end their season and how they end their middle school career. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, that's part of the reason why for our softball team, I mean, it's not affiliated with the school. But uh, our park district, I says everyone except for one player came back. And because it's like, okay, we want one more chance. We know this is the last chance for this team to be together. So I completely understand, uh, you know, that and, and that feeling of like, you know, we got screwed out of our last chance to be able to do this thing. I, I totally, I totally get that, man. That That's rough, man. And that's the problem is that, you know, I actually have a friend of mine who is a, uh, a rough ump and, uh, and, you know, I see him doing basketball. I see him doing uh, baseball, uh, softball. But he's in his like thirties, you know what I mean. But the problem is, you don't see too many of those guys there. You see, I seen a couple of real young guys. I had a guy uh, that was probably early, either really late teens, like nineteen or uh, really early twenties, and he was like giving our kids the business. And he he said something to one of the girls, like something like, "Well, if you wouldn't uh, if you wouldn't have missed that, you would have done this." And it was like, "Hold up!" I was like, "I've had I've had umps like stop the game and just like you know dust off the plate and like talk to the girl like, hey." calm down you're okay like that's mm-hmm. different right like that's okay I, I you understand it is a youth sport you're kind of you know you're just the closest adult to the kid like hey i see you're having a rough time will not you take a breath it's okay it'll be all right right but then like you get some of them would like to spout their mouth off and like start talking smack to like you know children and that's when that's when it's it's useful to have big guys up there be like hey what are you saying to my kid man don't 100 go come back over here and apologize sir because you're a child yourself and you have no right to be talking to these kids like that yeah, it, it's it's disgusting. And the thing is that these refs have refed most of the games we've been playing at. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, at this point, I've had a good relationship with because, like, you know, I told him, like, look, I used to ref and I used to up and, up and down the court, too. So if I'm calling calls, it's because I'm, it's out of habit, not that I'm yelling at you whatever. But, you know, if I see something, I'm going to say something. And, right. you know, there was two egregious calls and the back the back ref can literally see has the same point of view but from the opposite side of the court from the you know right across and then the ref at the at the baseline he calls this play that i mean he calls on a play that he cannot see because of all the all the traffic all the players in, in the lane and i called the timeout and i go all right look my guy's getting pushed he got elbowed in the back he's been tripped and my kid isn't saying anything because he knows that's my job i'm like i need a little help he's like well that's his call i'm like no no it is both of your calls because if you right. see it, you call it. So don't give me that shit. 
and I was like, you've got to protect the players on the court. It isn't about, you know, me trying to get a call. It's about protecting the kids because if he's, if they're getting chippy, what's going to happen is my kid's going to lose his shit, and now we got to brawl. Right. And now we got parents yep. brawling, and it just escalates over and over. So, and, and, and you know, he's like, no, coach, I see, I see. And, uh, yeah, he didn't call anything in my favor or pay attention. So, either way, uh that's, that's the hardest thing to kind of explain to the kids too. Like, look, oh hey, god, yeah, I said that was. You know what I mean? Because they're like, because they, of course, in their mind, they don't understand that things aren't fair sometimes, right? right. But I mean, in, in the long run, I mean, again, I for my team, I was someone say, look, you're not winning any money, right? You're not winning any money if you win this game. You're you're playing to for the the, the love of the sport, for the pride. And to make sure that you don't let your teammates down, right? And then sometimes that actually gets into the kids' heads because they're like, well, they freeze sometimes. Like, well, what happened? It's like, I, I was worried about making a mistake because I don't want to let the rest of the team down. It's like, look, I, I was, if, if you try, that's all I can ask yep, of you, right? You're 100%. not, no one's going to be perfect. You're still kids. You're learning. You don't know nothing, right? So right now, this is a learning, this is a learning lesson, you know, try and you're going to fail sometimes you're going to succeed but when you do succeed that's going to be so much more sweet yeah yeah 100% and and like i said you know the biggest thing for for you or for me or any coach is that you see the progression of the player from the baseline that they had when they tried out to you know end of the season you're like oh there's so much growth and then they become like a close knit family and you know it just sucks that their season ended by two refs two incompetent yeah. refs that leave a bad taste in not only like the family, the players, but just the organization. Like it just feels like shit. And even the 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 good kid, the the star player on the other team, was like, "This wasn't really a win." He's like, "I, I it this isn't a win," because he's a competitor because he plays AAU, right. and he's like, "And the thing is that we the last time we played them, it was a close game, and we lost by like two points." So yeah. he he felt like you know I want to go against the best player in the league. And, uh, you know, and I, I, I respected that. And I told the, uh, the kids on their team, I was like, you all played a great game. Don't, 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 the yelling that happened wasn't towards you. It was towards the ref. So you guys played a great yeah. game and you, and you guys were on fair and square and you, you know, good luck in the playoffs. And I even told the coach and the coach was even like, dude, I'm so sorry. He's like, I am so sorry this happened to yeah. you. And I'm like. It's okay, man. Just give him hell. Just give him hell. Like I, I, I have no ill will against the other team. I, I always tell them. I always tell the other coach. I was like, "Hey, just do me a favor." And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Win it all. Yeah, just win it all, man." Yeah, that's exactly, like that, that's, exactly that's what I want to do. Right, right. Exactly. And, and and that's respect between the coaches. I, I had a coach. I t I talked about this before when we were, uh, when we won our first championship last summer. I it was against a team that would always kick our ass, like three years in a row, just always beating up on us. And at the end, they were kind of they were definitely salty that we beat them in the because we beat them in the championship. When the first time I seen him, uh, when we came back around in the summer, he come up to me, he's like, "What's up, champ?" I'm like, "That's right, motherfucker." <laughs> but, but that's the respect. Put some respect like, on my name. <laughs> that's right. But but then you see, you know, I mean, like especially when you get to the point where you're you're not just that team that's getting beaten down now. Okay, now the tables have turned. You you respect those coaches because, I mean, you're hanging out with these guys for a couple yeah. hours, like, you know what I mean, like every, you know, couple weeks anyway. So, I mean, you right. get to the point, I've had beers with guys over the game, you know, at the end of the game, and someone's got a cooler, da-da-da-da-da, talk about, hey, this kid. Our very last game of the season, because we had already won, we won enough to, essentially, there was no playoffs, right? So, our, our record, no, no matter if we won or lost, we were gonna we were gonna be number one team. They didn't have it was a fall ball team. 
was a coach that I had been coaching against for a couple of years. We had a fully loaded roster and they were missing. They needed, uh, they only had like eight or I think they had seven or eight that, that were able to make it. And we took two of our girls and we said, hey, who wants to go play for the other team? Two, two twins that are on their team raised their hand. And we're like, all right, grab your stuff. And they're like, what? Wait, what? I'm like, look, this is how we're going to play a game. You guys are going to get to play. Everyone here is going to get to play. All those kids are going to get to play. We're just making up a team. We we already we already won everything, right? It doesn't matter. So right. just go over there, get some at bats. Let's let's keep this game going for the spirit of the game. Right, and it's just, and at that point you're you're playing for fun, you're playing for experience, and right. saying, yeah, it doesn't really matter at that point. So yeah, so let's uh, let's move on to more positive things. Bowling. So <laughs> funny enough, I I finished those games and then go bowling, uh, and I bowled well the last couple of weeks. Our team swept the last two weeks, which is great because we've. Uh, we plummeted down to the bottom because everybody, every time we, we play somebody, man, they have the great games. But uh, we've been doing pretty well, and uh, I, I keep riding the the coats, uh, the coattails of me doing well uh, at the tournament, which we have. Shit, about two weeks, two and a half weeks, I have a tournament, and then uh, down riding s- that momentum, bro. Huh? Just riding the momentum. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just really trying not to overthink and keeping my mechanics the same which is you know just like any sport it is super mm-hmm. hard to keep your mechanics consistent um you know you overthink you move this that whatever but um you know our team's been bowling pretty well the last two weeks and especially uh, uh not me i'm not the anchor i i'm always the first bowler i like to start things off i like to be dexter fowler you know <laughs> <laughs> i go we go um so uh it's been it's been fun uh especially when you're winning but uh it, it's mm-hmm. it's always like bittersweet because like i deal with the basketball or mo- uh, momentum or things uh emotions and i'm like all right gotta switch that off and i gotta focus on this and this and this you know this this game right now and then uh well we got that tournament uh downstate in uh where the fuck is it it's <laughs> some peoria. yeah peoria look at you listening to the show (laughs) first of all you got to remember that i i am in the group chat with y'all which i've i put on mute because i'm like i can't listen to y'all i can't sit there and get a notification every four minutes about your bowling schedule right but every time i see every time i find a meme that's appropriate for that chat like i definitely dump it in there oh yeah yeah. my fair chair of cocaine bear uh memes that i've dropped into that chat. oh my god that's been steven's fucking like (laughs) mantra right now with the cocaine bear I seen on SNL yesterday. They had uh, the they did their Fox News parody. And they're like, man, Paddington Three was really weird compared to the other ones. They're like, oh, that's Cocaine Bear. Paddington Three, that's awesome. Um, and then lastly, I know something kind of a short a story we sure uh, are sharing is uh, speaking of Estrella Negra, is us going out to Estrella Negra this past Thursday yep. and being able to see uh, Martin and Martin. Hooter, right? perform at uh you know our favorite establishment to eat Estrella Negra and um you know what um I I really enjoyed it their comedy I think they're they're really good at what they do um they're really funny guys and um it was it was it was bittersweet because the back table was fucking obnoxious yeah they came in they came in fucking super loaded yeah, and, and that was the thing, too, is that, uh, you know, it, it, when uh, Otto, who is the owner of the restaurant there, um, you know, we, we had a whole conversation because we go back uh, back to Lane Tech with Otto. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's why I talk about, like, going there so many times. It's just a, uh, it's just a natural instinct. You, instinct. you know exactly where it is. I, I couldn't tell you the address to save my life. But I'll tell you, I, hey, we go there right now. I know exactly how to get there in the best way, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, like, I know when he was talking and we were talking uh, after the show, 
um, with with him and with uh, uh, Martin and Hooter. It was talking about like, man, that back table was loaded. They came they came in already gone. So, you know, I, I think what he said is that they had broken the night for either liquor or food sales uh, on a Thursday of all time. So, I mean, that was a uh, they either broke it or it came very close. But yeah, that back, that back table, that long table, because this is not a big venue, right? No, um, that all. back table was just all over the place. So that was a little rough. And uh, but look, they rolled with the punches. I mean, they're they're great the comedians, and that's what you do. I mean, if you know if you know how to do stage work, if you know, like you know, con- considering the fact that uh, that it was pointed out to me for the first time that uh, you look like Pat Mahomes with your little <laughs> mini uh, Jerry foe. I had never realized that because, and I told him they're like, "How did you never see that?" And I was like, "Bro, he's always wearing a hat. Like we're we're at sports guys. We're always yeah. wearing sports hats, right?" Yeah. My hair's all straight today, right? He came out with that crunchy uh, Jerry curl. (laughs) (laughs) That's so close. (laughs) I was so mad about it. I was like, how did I never see that shit? (laughs) No, dude, it it was a blast. uh, You know, it's a great time. So you'll get to hear more about uh, Hooter and and Martin a little later. Little later, yeah, man. Uh, there was a that, let me tell you something. That was a great time to go out and see them do their thing. It was a great time to catch up with Otto. Uh, you know, hanging out the, the next day, we had a great conversation with both those guys, Martin and Hooter. Um, you know, I let me tell you something. As much as they clowned you for looking like Pat Mahomes, they definitely clowned me. Oh man, they roasted you because I got roasted in the very first two seconds of of, of the uh, the part of the uh, interview we did with them. Yeah, so it was you, nice. It was instead of me getting roasted by Anthony Fuentes and Ken Gar, this was you getting. roasted. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of you know full circle there, so sir. So fast too. I oh, mean, like that, yeah. Within two it, seconds, it like the quickest thing. <laughs> I almost pulled the move of one of our past guests and just like threw the mic off, and I'm like, I'm not talking anymore. Oh wow! Well, if you that, that that's called a callback, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, you'll know which one we're talking about if you listen to the episodes. Yeah, but look, we we had a great week. My my uh, my daughter. Uh, happy birthday she just turned 13 we had a little uh, uh, we had a, a nice little party for her uh yesterday we got a party bus and it took her and a bunch of her friends a bunch of kids that i knew and some that i didn't so uh you know the, the ones i didn't were kind of looking at me like who the hell is this old scary guy and the, the ones that did were making a lot of noise and until i gave them a look and i'm like hey knock it off calm down quiet <laughs> and they're like we're like in seventh and eighth grade like what yeah. what part of that do you think is going to be calm and i'm like Look, so yeah, so we did that, and uh, you know, look, uh, it emptied my bank account, but that's the life you live when you have kids. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. So yeah, I mean, that that's that was a, that was a big part of uh, what we did this uh, this week. I also want to give a, a happy birthday shout out to QB one Justin Fields. He just turned uh, what is it like twenty three or twenty four? He was born in nineteen ninety nine. So however many years ago that was, because that's, that's so <laughs> depressing. Um, but yeah, so he. Uh, he just uh, had his birthday on March 5th. And then also a happy heavenly birthday to my homie, Roger. Uh, he would have been 42 this month on March 4th. Uh, he he uh, left us a couple years ago, but we still think about you every day. That's right. That's right. So like Z said, in this episode, we have some very special guests. It's the father and son hosts of the Yo, Yo, Yo podcast. It's Martin and Hooter Moreno. We talk about uh, women's sports. We talk about what Kobe meant to the city of L.A. and much, much more. We got all that plus stirring the pot and what you looking at. But first, this is the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I'm Big Z, and you're not. Now for today's stories. 
We'll start off with story number one. Oh, man. Good start. That's right. Good start. Good place to start. Yeah, man. I mean, you could be Steven and start with story number three. Um, st- Story number one. A funeral home worker was startled when a dead woman starts breathing. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. And this is funny because uh, Hooter and Martin were just in Iowa right after seeing us. Uh, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, a care home in Urbandale, Iowa, is being fined $10,000 by the state, the maximum fine allowed by Iowa law, after declaring one of its residents dead and transferring her to a funeral home where she was discovered to still be alive. According <laughs> to the reported citation, uh, the 66-year-old resident was admitted to Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Center in 2021 and diagnosis including onset dementia, early onset dementia, and was later moved to hospice. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, she was mistakenly de- declared dead on January 3rd at 6 a.m. after a staff member could not feel a pulse and was not and said that was not breathing at the time. She felt the resident had passed away and notified a nurse who made the death death declaration. Wow. So you have a nurse and a staff member. After 90, oh, yeah, after 90 minutes, the woman had been declared dead. She was taken to the funeral home in a zip body bag. And when she arrived at the funeral home, uh, the staff unzipped the bag and observed the resident's chest moving up and down as she gasped for air. <laughs> yeah, this is some Twilight Zone shit. So, you know, they, they, one of the things that I've always heard is that, you know, there's always a few bad apples in a bunch. There's certain prese- uh, uh, professions where you cannot have a bad apple. Um, I would say probably a doctor is one, except for that one kid in Florida who kept telling everyone he was a doctor, even though he's like 19. Um, a cop is another one because, you know, uh, look at the climate of the, the yep. <laughs> yep. nurse is another one. Number one, though, has got to be pilots. That's going to be the number one uh, uh, job where you can't just have a bad day. But yeah, this is uh, this is a uh, this is a bad day for uh, all of uh, professional healthcare. Oh, man, this is this is insane. I mean, that's probably one of the worst feelings, right? You wake up and you're in a fucking body bag. You're like, what the fuck, dude? I was taking a nap. I was watching Matlock and I'm taking a nap. <laughs> and that's how you that's how that's how you get a zombie, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. All right. Story number two. A woman is accused of running over her boyfriend with a car after he ate her fries. No, well, that's that's uh, let me just tell you, fries. if you've had a significant other and talking to the gentleman here. You know damn well that if you pick up some food and you call her and you say, "Hey, do you want something?" She says no. You pick up some food for her regardless. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now, because either one thing's gonna happen: either she's gonna eat up half of your food, and she's gonna say she wasn't hungry, or she's gonna be pissed you didn't bring her one or whatever you you brought. So just bring the food, and uh, you won't get run over by a car. Simple as that. <laughs> Oh, man. Look, I remember when I was a little kid, a little kid, probably like 10 or 12 one time, we had got some Popeye's chicken, you know, that basket of the yep. Asian fries. And it was like, all right, the chicken's on, the, the food is on the counter, right? And uh, it was, the you know, that was our family meal that night. And uh, we're waiting for dinner. And like, everyone was like, all right, come on, come on. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And as I'm walking past, I take a fry and take another fry. And as I, every time I walk past, I'm hungry, right? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. my chicken. And by the by, the next thing you know, I ate the whole thing of fries. And they're like, where are all the fries? And I was like, uh, I was hungry. So I started. And I didn't get no damn chicken. They're like, well, you ate all the fries. You don't need no chicken. I was like, son of a bitch. And that's called parenting in the 80s, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
All right. So the story, according to the man, the couple were driving through North Ald Ald. I can't even say this name of this town on Sunday, and he picked a French fry from his girlfriend's chicken and salad order. Uh, this act witnessed by Harrison, who allegedly ordered her boyfriend to exit the vehicle before running him over with a car. <laughs> she pleaded not guilty to ag- aggravated endangering life. Harrison argued that she was taking her partner to the hospital because he wasn't feeling well at the time of the incident. Well, no shit. She fucking ran him over. <laughs> How is he supposed to fucking feel? Hey, that, that's muscle memory. You just know exactly where you're going and you just go. Wow. Yeah, she said she hit the, the accelerator by mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Blind rage by mistake. Yeah. Those, I mean, those fries must have been really fucking good. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm saying, where were these fries from? That's what I'm trying to figure yeah, I'm out. I'm trying to figure out the restaurant. No McDonald's is, fries. No, no, not McDonald's fries. They were like truffle fries or some shit. They look good. <laughs> <laughs> loaded. It's it's the loaded nacho fries from Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. Like, God damn it! You knew I was constipated. <sighs> wow, <laughs> that's, that's another shot at Steven. He loves that Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh yeah, he brought that Taco Bell to the. I still can't twice. He had to do it. I wonder what he. Yeah, he ate all that Taco Bell the first time because we weren't there. All right, story number three, and uh, well, you don't have to try your luck at this one. An eighteen-year-old wins a forty-eight million dollar lottery on their first. Yes, an eighteen-year-old wins the lottery, forty-eight million with their her very first lottery ticket. Oh wow! This is in Canada. Juliette Lamour from. Salt Sweet Marie, Ontario, had never bought a lottery ticket in her life. After she just turned 18, on the advice of her grandfather, she plucked it, uh, down a couple of the bucks and uh, got a lottery ticket. And uh, she won $48 million, become the youngest person in Canadian history to hit a jackpot. What, what does that equate to in, in uh, real money? <laughs> uh, $12. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Inflation, baby. Yeah, she had no idea what she was doing. That's, she bought the ticket. She said she had no idea what she was doing. She just turned eighteen and said, "My grandfather suggested I buy a lottery ticket just for fun because I turned 18. Uh Once she went to the store, went to ask. Uh, she's like, "I don't know what to ask for, but can I have a lottery ticket?" Excuse me, can I get a scratchy lottery ticket, please? Yeah, and she did the quick pick, so she didn't even pick the damn numbers. Oh, it was oh, it was a drawing. Yeah, it wasn't a scratchy. No, no, not a scratch off. It's, it's for a lottery uh-huh. ticket, just. She's like, oh, I don't know, whatever. Just give me something, oh, and that's she just won. Dumb luck. Yeah, yeah, she's that's <laughs> straight up dumb luck. But that's one of those things that's like a rite of passage. It's like going to like you're officially 21. You go to the bar uh, the first time. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember your 21st when the first bar you went to, like legally? Oh, legally, first bar? Actually, probably not really. You were uh, 21. 21. You know what? I, my, I think my first official drink at 21 was probably at a club, probably at 7:20 or something like that. <laughs> I, I used to like going dancing every week, man. This is when the I hips didn't lie. We went to B Dubs when it used to be in Lincoln Park on uh, Lincoln, right there. It was it was one of the first B Dubs that were in Chicago. Yes, um, and this was like ooh, this is a long time ago because I'm 21 twice now. So <laughs> that then there was another place called like Slow Down, and it was basically where all those fancy it was like. Off of like Claiborne by uh, where the, the salt shack is now, the Morton Salt. There was yep. a little spot over there yep. um, that you could literally hold up to. But we used to go in there and just 
uh, messing around. And uh, I remember getting shots on my my 21st and all that. Yeah, I'm 21. Oh, here's a shot. Yeah. I, that's the the two. I don't remember the rest of the night, but I just remember the, remember the free <laughs> shot. <laughs> and then going. What was what was the other one? Um, It wasn't beat ups, actually. It was the gin mill or something like that. It was right there. But because we we eventually became regulars at uh, um, there was a bar called, I think, uh, Lucille's Lucille's right there. And uh, yeah, my guys would would DJ in there. I brought my brother in there when he was like seventeen. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was that was clever. I'm trying to but, think. It might have been. It might have been uh, the Bra House because I've been going there since I was like seventeen. So I think when I turned twenty one, it was it was at the Bra yeah. House over there in uh, Lincoln Square. No, it would. No, it was just Lincoln Park, not Lincoln Square. No, no, for me, for me, Lincoln Square. Oh, He's okay. a Bra House over there. That's no no longer there, but uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's a long time ago. It's hard to remember what we did 21 years ago. It's hard to remember what I did yesterday. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> it was softball, sir. It was softball. Yesterday was probably... Uh, yesterday was... Uh, no, yesterday was the, the party. Oh, Today right. was softball. <laughs> it, at some point, it's just a blur, man. It's just a blur. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back with Hooter and Martin Moreno after the break. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey guys, it's Steven. And this is Sean, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to listen to No War on the Weekend, new episodes on Monday. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to go do a couple of shots, so let's kick it back over to Big Z and E-Rock. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh yeah. We're coming to you live from Estrella Negra in our first ever remote recording <laughs> we already got these guys cracking up all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What happened? Where's the two dudes that were sitting here right now? Yeah, all of a sudden, we're the morning wacky wacky we're, we're, zoo. We're, we're, we're talking about the sports show. Oh, right. we already. When we talk Chicago football, <laughs> stay tuned for Blizzard Watch 2023. Listen, California up. is a lot snowier than Chicago. All right, let's Bro, take a this break, shit guys. Turned into a morning show. At 9.41 p.m. Bro. What happened? Your, your last what happened? We were talking about the, the weather the entire time, so shut the fuck up. And, right. Yeah, 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 but no. in his normal voice, it not the wacky, the wacky zoo. Oh, <laughs> Dude, 
you mentioned you mentioned the names and then my man was like, yeah. Here we are live on our first dream out. That's true. This Sunday night at WrestleMania. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right. Friday, thank you. Friday. What happened to your real voice? No, we are on the podcast. That's this is what I sound like. Hell yeah. Hey man, I say I'm on the phone all day for work, so I mean you got that voice that you gotta project to make sure they hear you. I get it, brother. We're just we're just Oh man! Oh, All right, ladies awesome. and gentlemen, with us today, you know that. <laughs> I can't even introduce. Oh him. no, yeah, you can. Oh man, use, the, use your listen, use your, use your voice, bro. <laughs> Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Hit us with the podcast voice. Friday, Friday. <laughs> All right, you know them from being two of the funniest comics in the game today, and you know them from hanging out with the big man himself, Gabriel Iglesias, aka uh, Fluffy. It's the father and son host of the Yo 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 podcast. Martin and Hooter Moreno over here already giving me the business. What's up, y'all? Oh, dude, thank you for having us. And we're just we're just busting your balls. <laughs> and, and, I, listen, I, and I don't know. I mean, I uh, I don't know how how. Uh, no, it's a family friendly. You guys keep no, it here. No, I don't know if I said no busting rules. your balls uh-huh. and it's like, hey, there's no rules, sir. Watch your mouth, cabron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I can and cannot say. I don't Very know what's true. toxic. Nah, no I don't know no what's restricted what. plate on you, sir. Okay, perfect. Let's go. Ya dijiste, cabron. That's right. Vamos. Otto's like not too crazy, motherfucker. I still gotta sell food. We got customers up in here, bro. We're gonna hear. Podcast rules. We got rules. In here, yeah, we got motherfuckers eating enchiladas still. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get done with dirty looks now. That's right, that is true, man. But hey, look, it, the food is so good, you don't even notice <sighs> anything else going on. I mean, yeah, I, shout out f- to Estrella Negra, dude. Their Absolutely. menu is incredible. Uh, big props to Otto because he's kept this going for now, what, 14, 15 years? Yeah, he's about yeah. to have the Estrella Negra quinceanera coming up, bro. <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to sign up to be chambelanes or not. <laughs> yeah. but, you guys are padrinos, bro. You guys are padrinos, homie. Right, um, but yeah, 14, year, 14 years to keep a restaurant afloat is a, you know, especially surviving the pandemic. A lot of yeah. places did not survive the pandemic. Relationships um, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even businesses, but just relationships. Dude, just bro. people, you know. So. doing puzzles and shit at home. Oh, Start fighting after, just, where the fuck is the middle piece? <laughs> <laughs> just family bonding, bro. Just like, all right, we're going to make this 2,000 piece puzzle everybody let's go that put down your phone be happy that lasted about a week yeah be happy <laughs> dude how did you guys do through the pandemic man i mean well we started a fucking we podcast started during oh the pandemic. during the pandemic yeah, yeah. wow yeah, it, was, it was nuts uh we, so we uh, run a sports page and what ended up happening is he makes all the graphics so he made a meme after the last dance came out of the only man to beat oh, wow. jordan one-on-one which is a security guard who had beat him at quarters in the back room and the guy goes like this he and gives the, the Jordan shrug. The Jordan yeah, shrug, yeah, you know? Yeah. And he made the meme, and then it blew kind of, it got good traction. And this guy hits us up. He's like, hey, um, that's my dad. We're like, ah, fuck you. That's not your dad. And sure yep. enough, he's like, pictures after pictures that, like, uh, Gus, the, the other security guard, that's that's my padrino. Oh, wow. And, and he just, I'm like, well, hey, well, he's like, hey, 
can anybody do a, a, a blog or, yeah, or so interview? We were, once he reached out after we made that, right? I'm like, we got something here. We got to take advantage of it, right? Because he was just like, we were just a bunch of dudes sharing like Chicago sports stories and talking shit about, you know, hey, you know, Cubs suck, Sox sucks, whatever it is, right? But, you know, the, the idea of the page was like, it didn't matter who you were a fan of, you know, we're going to support Chicago sports no matter what here, right? So it didn't matter what team you root for. And as it came down, we were trying to figure out how to add more content, more content, especially during pandemic. So when that dude hit us up, I was like, we got to interview him. We'll figure out if it's going to be a blog or we're going to do a podcast that we talked about doing for a long yeah, time. Yeah. And he rec- literally the first episode is his recorded phone call with this dude, the son of the, uh, uh, was it John Michael Wozniak? No yeah. way. Yeah. That is awesome, yep. bro. Yeah. And so I just, had my iPad and my phone recording yep. the audio. And that's all I, and then what I did. And then I had to learn how to do editing by myself. Bro, it sounds horrible. The last dance was... <laughs> Man, it came at such a perfect time, yep. bro. It was sports for everybody during yeah. that time. Everyone stopped what they were doing. They're like, oh, last dance is on. We got to go watch it. Yep. Whatever, you know, this episode's coming up. Even so, if you were a sports fan, that's what you had to fall back on, right? Because right. there was yeah. nothing else going on. But also, if you weren't a sports fan and you just and you li- and you watched it and the because even if you're not a sports fan, there's some names that are bigger than the sport. Yes. Correct. And definitely, Michael Jordan is one of those names, yeah, right? He transcends now, there's, everything. Absolutely. There's people that wear his shoes that never watch the goddamn game, right? right? right. But, yeah. but they still, still know on, what yeah. Jordans are, right? It's still yeah. it's still a phenomenon. It's he transcends. He's bigger than Tiger Woods is another example. Correct. Right. right. So when you have the story and, and it's documented and the footage that they captured, right. holy oh, shit, it was so personal, so real, so raw. And they filmed it with the intention of it being the last dance. They all knew that right. the last chance for romance right there. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. top it off, get the second 3P, get your six championships and ride out into the sunset. Bro, you guys have sucked since then, but goddamn <laughs> it, what a run. What a goddamn run. <laughs> This is true. That's this true. is That's true. true. As the Bulls lost today. <laughs> I know, dude. Team. They got it down to seven and they fucking lost. Oh, they had man. the lead. Oh. They had the lead before to, you walked in. To be fair, yeah. they're usually up by 20 and lose. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. this time they're at least they were behind and lost. Oh, but you but, but that those that that three peats, those two three peats yeah. yeah. are just like phenomenal. What bro. was your perspective on that? Because you know, you got not, not from Chicago, but what of was course. your perspective on that? Of course, you know, it was one of those for me, it was one of those um Almost like the Mike, the the I'm sorry, the Tom Brady effect, you know, okay, where, yeah. where like I hated Tom Brady for so many years, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, the, Ra- the 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 one time that the Raiders had a chance to win it all and they should have won it all, and then they did that goddamn tuck rule, mm-hmm, and, yep. and and they lost, and then uh, and then the, the 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 Patriots went on to become Super Bowl champs after right. 9/11, right? right. That's cool. uh, and I hated Tom Brady and I couldn't stand Tom Brady, and then the last few years I'm like, wait a minute, man, like. I've got the opportunity to watch this fucking guy yep. who's, who's literally the greatest of all time in that in as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I changed when he went to Tampa and won. When he won in Tampa, is that when he, he was, won you over? Yeah, yeah, same Be- here. Because he yeah. won without Belichick. And, and then I also realized, I also realized, like, why am I hating this guy? I should be appreciating the greatness that I got to see, not in highlights, not in remember when, yep. but in real time. Yes. I'm watching this dude do things that have never been done before, make make history, make record. And and I think the same thing. I was able to see that with Jordan yeah. early on, where it's like, okay. 
This isn't a regular dude. Had Bo Jackson not gotten hurt, God knows what would have happened in yeah. his career, right? Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. there's some athletes that you just watch and you're like, this is an incredible, incredible human being yeah. that, you know, Kobe Bryant was the same freaking thing. Tiger yeah. Woods, same. Whether you're a fan of golf, what the Serena uh, sisters were able to do, yes. whether you're a fan of tennis or not, you just have to recognize the individual from, from making it a bigger thing uh, than 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 the sport. Like what, the, I didn't start watching tennis till, till the sisters started playing. Really, because you know you knew all about Nadal and and you know Sampras and you mm-hmm. knew about yeah. him. Like yeah. oh, it's on yeah. Sports Center. But when Macaron, yeah, Macaron. When I mean the sisters started playing, like. Man, these girls are fucking dominating. Not, not, they're do- not, yeah, dominating like beasts. Like, like, it, like they had to play close, each bro. other because there was nobody yeah. else, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. They, they, but how do you do that? Like, I mean, and the other thing too is, you know what I mean? Like, it comes down to representation. You never seen anyone that looked like that, that do that too. before. You had right. Arthur Ashe, yeah. yeah. But, but again, it wasn't right. nowhere near. And these were two women, yes. which made it even that much more, yes. you know, uh, incredible. That helps to bring like women's sports to the spotlight, and we've talked about that quite a bit on the show. Yeah, we, we try to do it, you know. And we're actually talking about the WNBA earlier. Yeah. Oh, we yeah we had a show about the WNBA, and uh, the the guest we had on got upset about well our perspective. What's your perspective? Uh oh, you toxic motherfucker. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, you know, it was more. It was really more about the announcing, and and you know, they're they're. I, I says, you know, do more attractive female announcers get a, a easier shot? And that turned into this whole thing, and I'm like, it's not about. I'm asking you as a woman, what do you think about that? And it kind of went sideways, and I was like, all right. Well, man. yeah, because you look at well, who's the sideline announcer for the for the NFL? Pam. Uh, Pam Oliver. Pam Oliver. Yeah. She's been there forever. Right. She's a good looking woman, but she knows her shit. Right, and that, and that was that was our point. We're like, their the big one's Holly Rowe, and I'm like, yes, she's very good, but I mean, you look at her, not to you know, not to say that she's not as beautiful as someone else, but I'm saying like someone who's is gets more attention than than her. I, is okay. she getting it easier? You know what I mean? Does she get an easier road in, in announcing sports because Matt, of that? I think if you're you know a I mean? good, like, look, um, John Madden was the best. Right. Yeah. Wasn't the most pleasant guy to look at. But that, oh, but no. that's the difference but is see, that see, women see, have a difference. You know what I mean? That's what I'm But, that's that what, the but they shouldn't. Argument. It shouldn't be different. I don't disagree. It shouldn't I, be different. And I that's, think and sometimes they put in a hot chick there. For just, for just yeah. to put her in. I mean, who to yeah. watch is the Weather Channel just for the hot chicks on Channel 66. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, every once in a while there's a weather chick talking of trying to talk about sports and it just doesn't go. Yeah, she's hot as fuck, but... Listen, I go I, yeah. when I first started when when uh, dispensaries first showed up in, in Los Angeles, and you could go in there to, to buy weed. You know, all the 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 dispensaries had these chicks dressed in like bikini tops, short shorts, like and like a car wash. I, like, it, dude, like I want somebody. <laughs> I, I want Cheech and Chong back there. Yeah. Like I went to go buy mush, uh, uh, truffles in Amsterdam. And the dude in the back, I mean, he gave me a freaking detailed explanation. Yeah. I want somebody that knows it. I'm not a chick that gets high and looks hot, and now I want to put her in my goddamn booth. You go to any weed festival, it's the same thing. Yeah, you got yeah, these correct. hot chicks. And know the product. It's one thing. I mean, I yeah. don't care how hot you are. you got to know the product. And, and that was my point again. Like, where somebody like Madden, uh, Howard Cosell, I'm, I'm dating myself oh, yeah, like no, crazy. No. Yeah, but this guy is one of the great voices. One of the great, great voices, you know. Muhammad uh, Ali. <laughs> Dude, every comedian did an impression of this guy, yeah. right? Um, you know, for for you guys had the dude for the for the uh, the Cubs. Who's the guy that did the Cubs? Fucking famous. Oh, right, right. No, 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 Harry no, Carey. Harry Carey. Thank yeah. you. Just 
uh, one of them again transcended Vince right, Scully right, right. for the Dodgers oh, yes, right. transcended yeah. you know and there's a Chick Hearn for the Lakers yeah, my yes. god another legend well, you and, know? I, and the thing was is that that's kind of what we were trying to we were trying to convey that like you know you can obviously you know be recognized for your talents but the question that we asked is that does that pretty girl get an easier chance? And she kind of went off the rails. And I'm like, it's a question. I want your perspective as a woman. And what do you mean she went off the rails? She just got. Oh, she was she not. She got. You, you're she trying to mansplain. Yeah. That's she eventually much, yeah. just sat back in a chair and didn't want to answer any other questions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, That's yeah. how it ended. Yeah. yeah. It was her and her wife. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it was a fun interview. So so let's let's talk about <laughs> let, let's talk about a lighter topic. No no no. Let's talk about women's rights. It's yeah, fucking. Yeah. It's Women's History Month. You That's know it that. Sure is. Hey, it's I, March. I, let me tell you something. Wait, <laughs> and they're oh, all going to march. Didn't know that? <laughs> no, no. I, I, you guys know. were you guys Every, aware? Uh, we were at the show yesterday. We talked about it. <laughs> Every, <laughs> Every other living thing in my house is female. Okay? That is true. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. I have a 13 year old, okay, a four year old. You just sound like a dude that said, I have a black a friend. He is my black friend. Keep going, bro. Just keep digging that hole. I can say things about hot chicks, bro. He's over here handing me a shovel. Go on. So go ahead, bro. Tell us how you have women in your life. That means you're not sexist. My mom was a woman. I love her. She she cooked great. Kept the house clean. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Cancelled. So go ahead, tell us, bro. That's it, bro. That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back in my chair and soak the rest of the show. Oh wow. <laughs> Good callback already. <laughs> Oh man, listen, uh, you funny motherfuckers, man. Nah, yeah. dude, I do think hot chicks get a little bit. It's easier, <laughs> obviously, it's easier. Yeah, why is it? And hot guys too. It does. Yeah, when you're a yeah, hotter yeah. dude, when you're yeah. a hotter chick, you're easier to look easier. on TV. That that's the whole point of TV to watch something that's yeah, attractive yeah, or something that's engaging. Some busted up dude, you know what I mean? Or busted up chicks. Yeah. Who wants that? Hey, listen, who what, do you don't see John Elway calling games? Oh God, no, no, Jesus. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. but Terry Bradshaw is still out there. He is, but there's something about him. But he beat cancer. Did he? Yeah. yeah, he did. He beat okay. something. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of sickness that should have taken him out. That motherfucker beat beat the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you get a pass. You made it to the 70s. Oh, Here's your pass. They're good. Wow. So, so, all right. No, we're talking about the WNBA. Now, yeah. uh, so you think it's the announcers that are slowing on the growth, that's slowing down the growth of the mm, sport? No, I, I just think that the women in general want to progress the WNBA but they don't support it you don't support yeah. your own sport I, I for the for the sky for the last playoff run I attended all the games for the I, WNBA yeah I went for see the Chicago sky and it's uh, downtown at Wintrust Arena and I went for every single one of those playoff games and a couple games during the season and that's why I was able to talk on this this topic because I'm a first-hand person watching the game, mm-hmm. and I know who the GM who the who the you know the, the coach is I know the players and I it's know not a packed house it, no way no, no. There's, there's maybe eight thousand, no, not even five thousand people. If that five thousand people, yeah, it's it seats twelve thousand. See, you see, and that's and that's uh, if you can't and put most, asses in seats, and then, most of those tickets are not, free. Oh, most of those tickets are free because I got my tickets for free. Interesting playoff now, tickets, playoff tickets for free. Now you went to a WNBA game. I did. the Sparks. And? Yeah, I went to the Sparks game. Oh, and um, how packed was it? Not packed. What what where, where do they play at? 
uh, crypto, same place that oh. the Lakers play. Mm. Oh, that's a huge arena for them. Yeah, that's but they, a, they don't seat the whole thing. No, it's they like, seat the bottom level. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, these, these girls have their own arena uh, that's shared with you know the college teams. I thought it was whack because the dude there, they have like a DJ there. Oh yeah, there's a <laughs> DJ. Why? Yeah. Oh, there's literally a DJ just Why? ready to play for every, you know, for yeah. everything. Everything. Yep. And and they get everybody on the jumbotron and fucking dance, dance, get up and dance. And you're like, dude, let me watch the fucking game, guy. <laughs> yeah. During the if game. I wanted to dance. Yeah, I would have gone to a place to dance. I'm here to watch fucking basketball. Why are you making me dance? Leave me alone, bro. You, you didn't want to show your muscles either. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's 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 one of those uh, uh, you're compensating. Like, hey, come in here it's a fun time you're yes. gonna have a good time you're yeah. gonna have a good yeah. time to, blah, blah, blah. The but void, the game I mean, itself yeah. should be enough right oh, yeah. yes but i mean they do that in the nba like if you go to nba games like they got the lady like up on the unicycle like eight feet tall to that, that extreme throws. though yeah hell yeah nah that's oh. what like, uh, time. That, yeah, that's yeah, what i'm yeah, saying but they're always yeah. throwing the t-shirts no but these guys are playing the whole time this dj they're playing during the game yeah oh that's different bro that's different yeah that's that's aggressive halftime shows that's like interrupting my shit that's, that's you're interrupting my shit. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So, so I mean, look, we 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 actually on our podcast have talked about uh, the women's soccer team. Okay, the how US, they don't w- get no respect. W- none. They no, way more successful, way more talented, oh, yeah. and they're not way the money. more shit than than the, than the men's team has ever dreamed of doing. Right, and they don't get the props they deserve. They get shit on. Yeah, they, they get, get shit shitty on. accommodations. Quite a, I they mean, don't like, get the equipment. How, every time you heard about Hope Solo, it was always a bad thing. Yes, you know, and yes. with Megan Rapone, every it was a bad and you got that other asshole that bites people. Gay. You got the right. biter guy from fucking was Honduras or where the hell is he from? Oh, the guy that bites everybody. I don't know, but Hope Solo was fucking people up. She, I mean, she was, <laughs> but you never said her husband. It was never like <laughs> yeah. you know, soccer superstar Hope Solo. It was like, hey, it's that broad. It was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. crazy Hope Solo. <laughs> yeah, like what the hell? Like, yeah. oh, she's not crazy oh, today. It's crazy like, Hope Solo again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, she, bro, she Rihanna and her fucking husband, dude. <laughs> she fucked him up. I mean, yeah, the, the women's sports, especially the U.S. national team, has been killing year after. I mean, yep, year, year after year, after, year, year, year after, after year, year, and yeah. they get no recognition like I, forever. Not just like oh, in like twenty years. I mean, no. me and him, and you know, yeah, 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 forever. Um, <laughs> dude, that's such a long time to be winning and dominating, and just nobody gives a fuck. It's yeah. horrible. It's no. horrible. Like, what else do we have to do? Yeah. Well, and, and, we we got a mouse in your pocket. <laughs> what else do we have to do? I stand with them, guys. I'm an ally. I'm an ally. Where's your pink hat? I have a daughter. I have a fucking uh, a wife. I have a mom, so I can talk about this. <laughs> I set the precedent. That's it's why us. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm listen. I think I I would love to, but again, if if you're not generating income, you know, it's tough. It's, it's a tough. tough sell, it's a tough sell, it doesn't bro. matter the business. It doesn't. It, yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You know, all. some of the people doing the most humanitarian uh, shit to fix the planet are not getting paid for it. Most of that yeah. is from the heart, volunteer, and there's no compensation there. And and it's not because it's. Because it, no, people don't want to, it's because it doesn't generate income. And if yep, you can't, yeah. gener- if you can't, if you're comping most of those seats, you got to turn on those lights. You well, got to pay employees. You, you got to pay those salaries. And, you and gotta. I, I'll say it, it goes down to the root level because I'm going to talk about my wife and daughters again. Right? I'm going to go back to that because I, I'll tell you why. Is because <laughs> I coached my daughter's softball team for like eight years now. 
right? And the people that show up for those games are way less than like a terrible, like six U baseball team. Like granddaddy comes from like Iowa to come watch them. But like our team that literally won everything, it wasn't until we're like in the playoffs where like relatives and grandma and grandpa started showing up. Mom and dad were always there. Okay, that's because you got to bring them. Mm-hmm. But like the, that, that big group of, of, of uh, relatives that show up for every game, that doesn't happen. And we were domi- we dominated. We won everything we did last year. And it was until we got championships and playoffs where you saw like a lot, a lot, a lot of people. What, what age way? group is that? Uh, 12U and 14U. Um, yeah. I mean, look, and, and it's, it's, it's shitty because you're right. Um, nobody even talks about softball. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, love yeah watching no, nobody, nobody gives a fuck about softball. Yeah. You know, baseball is right. It's big. And and that's why is because you, so there was there used to be a uh, major league softball which is there's not anymore. What they right. have now they actually play over here in uh, near O'Hare at Rosemont is they have this thing called Athletes Unlimited, and what it is is basically fantasy softball. It's a, a pool of about forty players, and like okay, you girls are on the purple team this week. You're on the white team. You're on the yellow. You're on the blue. And they just play each other, and they get individual stats. And then the next week, they just switch them up and all put, throw them on different teams all over again, right? So it's just pick up games every week because you only have enough to roster four teams. You can't just play round robins constantly. So what you do is you're, you're they're tracking the stats of individuals, and that's how they figure out who the MVP is, who's the champion, who's this, who's that. If there's no team awards in that system, but it's literally fantasy softball. It's a cool concept. That is. It is, but I mean, and that's, it keeps it going at right. least. You know? Um, and, and what it does is it allows you to be a fan of an individual, mm-hmm. right? But my point is is that there's not enough, a big enough league to actually have enough teams that Again, if you could sell tickets, if you could sell tickets, right. you could sustain it. But, of course. You know, and, and I mean, I don't know. How long has the WNBA been around? Do you guys know? 20. Years? 20 they, yeah, they 25. Just, I think it was 20 or 25 years. I think it's 25 years they just celebrated. 25 years. How so. long was the NBA around before? Because the, they didn't get put on the map until Larry Bird and Magic Johnson kind of took it to another level. Right. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah before you, that. That's, well, you got to remember, too. Is so like how, that's, but how that's long when did you're coming league, around to cable TV. But how long did that league exist? A lot, my, a lot yeah, shorter a than question. other ones. Yeah, I, yeah the, the 40s, maybe? So that would be so that would be to the freaking late seventies, early eighties. Right. So, right. so you're looking at a f- forty years. Yeah. Right. So WNBA. So thirty years. So the WNBA ninety six. That's not even. Uh, four, still, that's not even thirty years it's old. It's still your infancy when right. you yeah. consider a sport. When you look at it, when you think about how long it took the NBA to blow up, because right. before that, it's NBA, not like they had monster salaries. Nineteen forty six. Like, there you go. Yeah. So so and it and they didn't blow up until I would I would almost venture to say, and it's debatable, but I would say early eighties. It's when it yeah. got put on the map. When you yeah. had the bad boys and the Celtics. Well, and it's the also Celtics Lakers. and well, you had Magic versus Bird. They yeah. also weren't showing live games. You know what I mean? No, like, no. No, not you at all. You have to watch it. You got to watch it like at midnight or some shit. Right. And you yeah. knew who Bill Russell was. You knew who Will Chamberlain was. But, but that was it. Right. And, and, that, that's it, what it is. and, and so, again, these all guys. All those championships and no one you know, knew who the hell they were. When, when these guys came out of college and you had that, that Laker-Celtic uh, rivalry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yep. that, and, it beca- and it became on tel- it, it went, you know, and Jerry Buss had a lot to do with yes. that shit. Yeah. You know, he had a vision to make it sexy, right? And but when you think about it in that pers- in that in that um, time frame, you know the the WNBA is another 10, 15 years away from blowing up. Right, of course. Yeah. If 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 it goes in the same pace, it's subsidized by the NBA though by sure. most of the teams, so that's where they get most of their money. Which is 
I think that's a good thing to do. I think it's it's a good thing to do. We're good guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. It's so, what we do. So you you brought up you brought up Jerry Buss. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the? Uh, but not quite a documentary that on HBO. That the was time. sick. I loved, I loved it. it. I loved it. I, I thought it was fantastic. It was so sick. Yeah, it was dope. I, I, mean, like, I, I don't think it was amazing. I think that mm-hmm. maybe people were upset at some of the shit that came out, but I think that it was probably not too far from the truth. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think every show needs to get somewhat exaggerated, right? Of course. Like, that's just part I mean, of the deal. You have so to, who's gonna remember after all that cocaine? <laughs> a lot of cocaine, but I thought I thought it was I thought it was beautifully done, and 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 it captured what was going on at that time. Like right, if you right. like when 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 if you were alive during that time, I was a, a very very young, but I I remember the seventies, I remember the eighties, yeah. I remember the transition into from seventy nine to nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty was just this. It was almost like you know the phenomenon of the two thousand. Yeah, you yeah, know, okay. there was just just this fascinating the eighties. It just it, there was something about it, right? That was magical, and and I feel the two thousands were the same cocaine. thing. Yeah, <laughs> cocaine and a lot of other things, right? And, and so and so when 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 he saw that and he did that, that show captured a lot of that. Uh, yeah. um, como se dice that vibe that yes. that the essence, the essence of, of the eighties. Yes, right? yeah. man, it was fantastic. Well, and it was the thing is that like you were saying is that a lot of people were upset about this, that, or whatever. I says, listen, when I get a cup of coffee, I put sugar in it, right, to make it better, mm-hmm. right. That's exactly what they did. Yeah, they just like, hey, this is the base story. Here's some sugar and cream, make it a little bit better. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, it was it was, uh, and a lot of that shit I didn't know, and. Yeah. Um, you know, when you got that guy, they got the because the, dude, Vegas was run by the mob. Vegas was run yes. by the mob. Yep. Yeah, and and that dude was, you know, he he paid the price. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we there was the rumor that uh, Jordan paid a price too. Oh yeah, yeah. When he uh, when he took his sabbatical to go play uh, baseball. Yeah, that was that was that's the, that rumor still. I out mean, there. and his dad. I mean, yep. yeah. No one wants to talk about it because no one wants to, you know, you know, you don't want to the, the goat. Yeah, right. you don't want to tarnish your hero. But you look at the the man was a compulsive. It is a compulsive gambler. Yeah, and the rumor was that he owed some debt in Vegas, and they're yep. like, "Well, you're gonna pay up," and he said, "F you, I'm the goat. You know, I don't gotta. I'll pay you when I pay you." And Damn. then you know that's what happened. Because I mean, the, the the other story was about him cutting his finger with a cigar cutter. A guy that smokes cigars all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, they might look alike, but that's the, you know your finger. Yeah. You don't cut. You know what I mean? That was the other thing. It's like, oh, bookie came and says, all right, let me see that finger. Give me that cigar cutter and snip, snip. Mm-hmm. You know, so that yeah, it was a lot of. Like, lot you of need stuff your hand to shoot, don't you? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, that makes that's sense. crazy, bro. That that is uh that's scandalous, man. So listen, everybody I mean everybody has their little story. They were talking about yeah. Puig had a debt. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And then a lot I remember when Fernando Valenzuela when he lost his first game and then because uh, he had gone like what six or eight straight when he first started and then he lost and it's like Lo tiene amenazado la mafia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mexicans are the biggest conspiracy theorists, bro. <laughs> Immediately. Like Amenazado what, After one loss Yeah yeah, yeah Like yeah. God forbid He has an off day You know <laughs> Like dude Dude was hungover Leave him alone <laughs> His arm was sore that day Yeah and then, back then They used to pitch All game bro dude, Nobody get like, a pitch count What pitch count They <laughs> motherfuckers Went extra innings They still in there yeah, 150 uh, pitches Easy Dude mm-hmm. um, so, You were gonna say something And I so, cut you look, off My bad No 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 no. no I, I mean like I'm just you know, we, we always talk to Chicago sports people. We've had a bunch of comedians out. We have Mikey O. We had Ken Gar. Um, you know, so 
we don't get to talk national sports with people a lot, right? And what I what I, I feel lucky to have some LA guys in here because mm-hmm. I do want to talk about Kobe because we, we in our perspective, I remember hating Kobe when he got when he got that fifth championship because I'm like, oh shit, you can't get six, bro. <laughs> please don't get on, six. Talking about Superman like, escape no, there, you know what I mean? And he did it by you know with with Phil Jackson as his coach and everything like that and. You know, our generation, we we loved everything we did. It was Jordan, Jordan, we got to wear his shoes every time we take a shot. Jordan, you know. And when we talk about appreciating Tom Brady after, you know, before he's gone, mm-hmm. I think some of that comes from Kobe passing away and like, damn, like I hated him, but I appreciate him way more now that he's passed, which sucks. Yeah. And and I'll tell you what, in, in the reason I bring him up because I want y'all to I want to get your perspective of what he meant to LA because we just don't know that as much here but the, I'll tell you the reason why that hit me so hard because the, the way that I thought it was just it's a guy who was taking his kid to a game mm-hmm. and that's what I do like you know six times a week and the, you know what I mean and he was part of the program and all that stuff so that one hit, it hit me so hard I did not expect it to hit me that hard as LA fans how what did he mean to you and like what, what did it like explain to me what that emotion was when you found out that he passed i'll tell you right now for a week la shut down damn like radio i don't give a fuck it didn't have to be sports radio it, it was regular radio mm-hmm. was kobe all day for a week kobe Staples stories center, yeah outside of Staples center people were just out there for a week just like out there they had mariachi out there they had oh, flowers yeah, I, did I did see mariachi flowers bro it la shut down for a week bro mm. um and it hasn't stopped there's murals all over the city yeah. bro there dude it's fucking like and i think his daughter being his daughter already had heat his daughter already you know was gonna go to uh uh was it connecticut yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she was a rising uh, she was, star she was a rising yeah, yeah, star like, she like was a legitimate rising star not just so like, we were, i think my daughter's good we were talking about the WNBA earlier and she was gonna be i think that catalyst yes. to take yeah. it to another level yes one because there's no way in fuck that kid wasn't gonna shine in college yeah so there's no way in hell she wouldn't have gone into the WNBA, and then there would have been tickets sold I think that yeah. that that's that would have. I mean, look, that's a, that's a big turning point. It's a huge. It would have yeah. been a huge turning and then, point. And then you would have had the backing of Kobe, correct, and his brand, correct. Saying, you know, no, we're gonna push this woman's sports, yes. and I'm gonna own the team. It would have gone to yes. the next level, oh, yeah. in yeah. my opinion. That's yeah. my opinion. I'm not saying that that would have happened. It, that's just my opinion yeah, you know, and I observation, and, and that's yeah. all it is. You know, yeah, I think it was headed that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Towards so that. and so. That that I think was devastating in and of itself. You know, obviously yeah. the the loss of, of of both of them. She was a child. She was a yeah. kid. You yeah. know, you don't want nobody to go. But when it's a kid like that with so much promise and 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 uh, you know just such a bright future ahead of them. Um, and, I, and I think it, about it was, the drive that Kobe has. I, mean, I imagine him as like the, your driving force behind you, right? Like him knowing what it takes to get to that level. Yeah. The only I'm telling you, the only only player I ever seen that could emulate MJ was Kobe. I don't care whoever tried, but he <laughs> he did it. He was the only one that had his moves, had his walk, understood spoke what it was like, like to be a professional. Yeah, spoke like a professional. Walked yeah. and talked. Like, they kept in touch. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. Which was fucking fantastic. Yeah, you know? that, that was amazing. Uh, and, and so that, you know, you have that, that factor in it. And also, I think 
for me, when I when I found out about it, I, it was one of those like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then yeah. when you start seeing all the tributes, you know, I, everybody got choked up. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, I remember shedding tears. Oh, you yeah. know, like oh, crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like here's a guy I never. It's not like I met this guy. We we right. didn't have a, but you just felt. You know this this grief. I, you know? I I equate it to like when Selena, Selena passed. I've never seen mm-hmm. her in concert, but I loved her music. I know I grew mm-hmm. up with it. My parents loved it, and I didn't understand the whole Tejano Tejano culture. But then, like when she passed, I was like, then you see all these tributes and all these people, and they're like, yeah. how well she she connected with the people and the following mm-hmm. she had, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing Kobe had. Yeah. Kobe connected with the people and the city. They loved him, and yeah, he was part of the the. He was ingrained into the culture, into the city. Yeah. But he was and, he was also ingrained in the NBA. We we're just talking on the last show because we did a whole MJ, you know, our, our favorite birthday, moments because yeah. his birthday was 60th birthday. And just I, I, I still the thing that always sticks out to me is how he learned. I don't even know what the hell language it is. Luca Doncic's speech, but yeah. he figured it. He learned it because he spoke like eight languages, and he sat there and he's just smack talking Luca behind he was talking shit, you know, just yeah. like mm, yeah, yeah. That's, that's saying whatever, next level you know. psychological shit. Yeah, and then Luca was like, "What? Like, what? <laughs> what? Slovenian? Is that a thing? Kobe Bean? What? I think that's what it was. Slovenian? Yeah, but." I mean, just an incredible human being all the yeah. way around. Um, and and look, I mean, he's bigger now than he was in life, which is inc- like there's yeah. people that didn't know or didn't or wanted to hate him. You yeah. know, where, where now that he's gone, it's like, Perfect oh, example. shit, why all was the- I hating on this fucking yeah. guy? You I know, mean, the whole city, like every culture, I don't give a fuck if you're black, white, Mexican. It, it didn't matter. Latino, any sort of Latino. Everybody loved Kobe. Bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. He ran LA. He could have. There was nothing he could have done. He grew up there, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. if he would have, if he would have said, "Hey, man, I want to run for mayor," he'd have oh, been mayor of LA. Oh, yeah. Don't even, don't even vote. It's already just don't give it to him. Done. Don't, yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. He, he you says, know? yeah. And he could have done that shit in his. He could. He, he would have been a fucking NBA star. Then he would have been. I think he would have coached Gianna yeah. her oh, whole fucking yeah. life. That, yeah. There's no way, you know. Who knows? He might. If, imagine him coaching in the WNBA, bro. Yeah. Oh, imagine him coaching. In, it's over. Yeah. You know it's what? over. You want to talk about selling tickets? They're yeah. selling more tickets than the Clippers. And, and yes. the, the yeah. way that he he moved about his business. This is a guy where you could see him coaching and then becoming commissioner. Yeah. Right. And then just keep pushing and pushing and making or owning a team for sure. Right. For sure, owning a team. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that. Yeah. So, as as Laker fans now, you have the current best player in the game, right? Quote unquote, right? You got LeBron, right? So I, I I don't like LeBron, but I I'm starting to appreciate now that he's older. Mm-hmm. This is greatness. I I, sure. appre- I appreciate. I, I know the stats. I lo- I think a lot of the stats come from number one, the area that the arrow that he plays in being well, bigger, also, faster, stronger. Also, how long he's played. That's yes. the other thing is long longevity. Eventually, you start stacking stats, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, like. How do y'all feel about LeBron as a dude who just like you know he's a he's a team jumper? I mean he's won everywhere he went. Yeah, but I mean, do they your friends do they really embrace LeBron the way they do other superstars? 
I think some do. I think the. I think. I think. <laughs> I, I will say. I will say the younger generation mm-hmm. does. Yeah. The old school people, all the old school heads, like all the people that grew up with Kobe and Magic yeah. And, yeah. And, and everybody that came before them. Um, Kareem. The, the Kareem. They're waiting the, for the shoe to there, drop. There's no way that they are embracing that. They'll, they'll cheer for it, but they're not, not going to embrace him. He's not him. really a Laker. No, he's, they're why. not going to embrace him go. as there one of those. But the young kids, that's LeBron. And then there's still there's something magical about Kids, listen, kids love. There, there's some things that kids, they just come out of the fucking womb loving. Fucking Disneyland, McDonald's, yeah. and whoever the goddamn superstar. The, the yeah. Kids know what a happy meal is before they can talk. Well, yeah. I, I don't know you how. Know, kids are, are more fans of individual players sure. now more than they are of teams. Sure. So it's so I think difference. that they will. They, so the kids, well, I think. Because everybody's moving. Everybody jumps. Everybody right. jumps. So, yeah. But he was the first one to say, hey, I'm going there to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that, I think that didn't sit. Look, listen, when, when he did that whole, the decision. Yeah, and and they put so much hype onto it. I mean, it was just. Well, this. You, but you, but the thing is, is that you, the time, it made you hate him more. You yes. never, right? Oh, you never saw a player of that caliber leave his team and making a, an announcement that big. But I'm, I'm telling to you, after, remember, going, after going to the finals, you got to remember the other thing. I, I will say about that, you got to remember he came <laughs> into the league as an 18 year old. This is in, in 2003. 2008, 2009 is when this happened. So he's a young 20s. He's mm-hmm. a child. Mm-hmm. He's young 20s. Yes. And ESPN's mm-hmm. like, you're going to switch. You're going to do this. It was the whole 03 draft class that all got together, right? And they they kept on, well, we almost went to Chicago bullshit. If you no. would have came here. Jordan's shadow was still too big at that time. No. You were not, like, you couldn't be LeBron and come here and then fail. No. You know what I mean? Like, that's a business decision Especially he Dwayne made. Wade, too, from Chicago. Right, exactly. Uh, exactly. Like, nah, I'm good. And the Raptor himself. <laughs> Straight from Toronto, dude. Yeah, that that that's what it is, you know. Like Magic stayed one. Yeah, Kobe stayed one. And now, now what you, would you? Now, what about Shaq? He didn't get as much hate and shade, and he jumped. But I mean, people love Shaq, but not but, like I mean, they love Kobe. He, he won his yeah. first title with. With LA, right? That's right. what it was, and he was there for the three, mm-hmm. right? And that's and, what it was. Is that he, three he by left, himself, right? right? But I, one of my favorite moments of the Shaq and Kobe uh, uh, beef was always <laughs> when they went to the finals and lost, and, and Shaq's out there. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes, and he's dancing on stage. That's still one of the, <laughs> my favorite like, oh, moments of man. all time. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. If you win and leave, that's cool, right? But the fact that he didn't win. And then left to he go win somewhere else. But he didn't. He didn't. He, but, but he I left. Mean, but he left. Didn't he? He was in Orlando. He got traded. No, yeah. no, no. I'm talking about LeBron. I'm, I went back to LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He got so much hate. It's because he never won in, in Cleveland. Uh, in Cleveland, he's like, "Oh, this is too win. hard. I'm gonna leave and make a super team." And they made a super team. They did make a super team. Yeah. And that's not the first super team, though. People are like, "Oh my God, this is." I mean, look at look at Houston, right? You had Pippen, you had Barkley, you had Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go. You can go to a bunch of different references. There's, there's been yeah. super teams. So, like the Lakers like, tried with Malone and them, and they failed. Oh, they were paying. Oh, yeah. God, I don't know. That was brutal, that, bro. Are, those, they were already late. They were already in their late. Career. But, but but it was still considered a super team. Yeah, but in name, at that in time, name, yeah. LeBron, Wade, and Bosh were pretty much in their prime. Yes. They were. They were only five yeah. years into the league. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was the 03 draft class at 08, 09. Yeah, Pippen when he left to go join them, I mean, how long had he already been? Oh, he was in his twilight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he had already at that point he already played Portland. He won his championships, and he played with Portland when he was still good. And then he went to Houston and was like, "Uh, well, uh." we're not talking about Karl Malone on the Lakers. (laughs) We're not talking about Gary Payton on the Lakers, right? We're talking about Pippen, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
That's that's the difference. They were they already. Pickle yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, these guys were in their prime. That's 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 fair. That's beyond fair. And hey, listen, they fucking killed it, and they 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 were rock stars out there. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were they, fucking rock stars. Yeah, but out you there. can't show out and be like, oh, we're gonna win fucking five, six, yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was right. And then fireworks and balloons. Yeah, and it's yeah. like Bro, come on, wrestle fucking mania, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, it did. It, 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 it looked like a goddamn carnival. Well, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, do you want to take a quick break? Uh, sure, whatever we want. Yeah, well, let's take All a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with uh, Hooter and Martin <laughs> after this commercial. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 
there is no right or wrong answer. What we're telling you to do, telling you to do, is go to Estrella Negra over there in Chicago on the corner of Fullerton and Western, and get yourself a bowl, a cup of, of pozole, get yourself the mango enchiladas, the uh, concha burger. There's a lot of great stuff. The tamarindo wings, everything is really, really good there. Uh, the drinks are phenomenal. The the beers they have uh, the 14 year old be a uh, 14 anniversary beer. Uh, I think it's a, it's a it's a tamarind if I remember correctly or but uh, they have tons of tons of great drinks and great food. Please go over there and support uh, one of our own. Uh, and before we get out of here, what are you looking at that isn't sports? Ooh, it's been a rough week for me uh, just because I've been coaching bowling. Uh, podcasting and everything and setting everything up um, so for myself there really wasn't a lot that I was able to watch besides catching up on my shows which was Picard which is so far phenomenal bringing back the old cast I think there's only two episodes out of the new season uh, 1923 I, I think I'm behind one or two episodes on that one that's part of the Yellowstone universe so you've got to catch up on that just to know what's going on how to relate to other families uh, or anything else I've watched Oh, Sons of Anarchy is playing on the background as, 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 Right now As I'm recording And uh, it's been on all week While I've been doing my things here at the house um, So there's really, really nothing uh, Shrinking is probably the other one that I've, I've talked about it a couple times um, That's been playing But uh, I really want to get to that Chris Rock special I want to get into um, uh, What was it? Was it eighth? Was it Atlanta? or Oh, Snowfall Snowfall is the other show that I'm going to binge pretty soon. I heard great things about it, especially because I, I believe it's ending at the moment. And uh, those are the shows that, that uh, I need to go see. Also, I need to go see uh, Ant-Man Quantumania. I haven't been able to go do that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm thinking this Friday would be a great opportunity for me to do that because uh, I have t- parent-teacher conferences Thursday and Friday, and uh, Friday I get off early. So it might be a good day to go in the middle of the day and go see that movie. So. Uh, if you have a stirring the pot or a movie or show recommendation, hit me up. Uh, you guys know what my handles are at this point. So hit me up and uh, we'll get those uh, recommendations onto the show. All right, y'all. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. A big thank you to our sponsor, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, uh, Estrella Negra, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to Gritting Clothes. Gritting Clothes. <laughs> Don't forget to go to Gritting don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your shirts now. Check out the rest of the 606 Media lineup. The newest show on the 606 Families, the No Water on the Weekend podcast with Stephen and Sean. It is a pop culture forward podcast that dabbles in funny trivia film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news and happenings. New episodes available every Monday. I just recorded the latest episode with Steven. Uh, Sean is on vacation for the next two weeks. So you'll probably hear my voice on that podcast as well. They are on every Monday, available on all platforms. So check out that show. The Shinative Radio Podcast is now available on all major platforms. Mike, Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out. Shout out to Ronesh, Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for your moment merch and gear. 
Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, IG, Spotify, and reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you. Reach us at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For E-Rock, this is Big Z. We'll see you next week for episode 134. And until then, be good to each other for the love of sports. I always like to keep my favorite snack handy. Need a little excitement? Step into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.